podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system deal. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. People say treat yourself like you need a reason. But McDonald's treats are perfect for every day. Like bold McCafe iced coffee. Get any size for $1.69. Or pick up any size sweet tea for a dollar. The largest served in an insulated cup that keeps your tea cold. Feeling a little extra something-something? Try the classic bakery sweets like an apple fritter. With so many ways to treat yourself, you don't need an excuse. Just come back tomorrow. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Hello, good evening, and welcome to a brand new show from the LFC Day Trippers. Grizz is fucking jumping back from the screen there because of the intro music. Um, he's not a fan, and because of that, I'm going to keep it. Um, obviously, this Oin Gav, that's Grizz. And this is the Transfer Agenda show. Um, we're going to do this throughout the summer. We're trying to, going to try to do it every Tuesday and Thursday, right up until the window closes. And it's going to be me, it's going to be Grizz a lot of the time, it's going to be other people on it as well, but um, the the viewers, I suppose, drive this, so if you have any names that we don't cover during this show, throw them out in the chat, and we'll pick them up, we'll look at them, we'll see where we think a player might or may not go, and that's the way it's going to work, but you are very, very important to how it works. Um, we have put out a tweet on our Twitter timeline and if you can please drop onto Twitter please retweet it please hit the like button and please share this across your social media um, Grizz we're going to have a little bit of fun with this because we don't claim to be absolute experts on transfers but there's a lot of stuff that goes on from day to day covering a, a, a large group of clubs with regards to transfer news hour on hour and we're just going to try to have a look at them twice a week aren't we that's it I mean look um no one, no one can claim to be an absolute expert on transfers, but some can have sort of more, what's the word, um, more educated opinions or guesses than others. Um, but um, look, everyone thinks it's going to be a, a boring drab window where nothing's much going on because of this pandemic, etc. But I, I totally think the opposite. And when I say the opposite, I don't think it's going to be Massive, huge signings left, right, and centre. But I think there's going to be a, a fair few signings, and I'm not just talking about Liverpool here. Before everyone starts saying, you know, Liverpool, Liverpool, I'm talking about generally across the across the Premier League and across Europe. There's going to be a lot of transfers. I think. Yeah, listen, I think that will be. I think you know we've seen City start off um, with looks like two uh, in Ferran Torres and Nathan Ake. We'll get onto that in a little bit, but it, it is going to be affected. I, I. 
the volume is going to be affected, but I think the transfer fees might be affected more. You know, I think to be it's still a fair, a fair few transfers. Loads of people in the chat. Loads of people. Um, you know what? I'm going to get this chat today. I don't know how to usually do this, but you always get me off. Oh, hold this on. Chat. Go on. Are sorry, you, you carry on. Are you telling me you're going to try to do something technological while cool. on yeah. the show? Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not going to end this, well. It'll just be me for an hour. Yeah. This won't end well. No, it won't end well. It won't end well. Kevin Sullivan, of course, thinks there'll be loads of player swaps. There may be, um, you know, along the lines of Andy Robertson and that lad we sold the whole for eight million quid, Kevin Stewart. Um, Kevin Stewart. They done them a day or two apart at the other time. So, um, yeah. let me see. Let me see. Look, I'm going to start us off, Grizz, um, and I want to start us off with Mo Salah and. A little bit of talk came out today that PSG made a little inquiry about Mo Salah yeah. in the last couple of days. Um, flatly refused, Chris. Yeah, this is uh, this is my info. So I'll make clear what's my info as opposed to what the papers are saying and everything. So my mm-hmm. info is um, Mo Salah, PSG made an inquiry. Naturally, you know, clubs are going to be eyeing the best talent around the world at clubs. Naturally, the clubs with the most money will be eyeing Talents and PSG are one of those clubs that we know they how they run and what kind of owners they've got. So they're the kind of club that can flex their muscle. Uh, but it was flatly denied uh, in terms of you know he's not for sale. Thank you very much, and that was the end of that. But it's possibly one to keep an eye on for next season, in my opinion. Um, um, they done they made a similar bid for Phil Coutinho, which enabled Barcelona to jump in when they realised PSG were after Phil Coutinho yeah. um, a few seasons back. So this could be a start of something, um, uh, you know, but nothing for this season, in my opinion. At, at the moment, everyone said, uh, at Liverpool said, F off. Do you, I don't know if they said that exactly, but yeah, I know where you're going. Do you, you know do what I mean? Do you think that's a fueled by, um, do you think that's fueled by, I've seen, I, I don't know what, what outlet it was, they were cre- crediting some quotes to Mohamed Salah, and he tried to make it out like he always oh, uncertain about his future. But he might have been asked something, and he said, "You never know," and so- stuff like that. It was very kind of I read those vanilla read those, kind yeah. of comment. I read those. What he said was, "Listen, no one knows what's around the corner. I'm very happy here." Yeah. The usual line. It was a st- bog standard line. He said, "Look, no one knows about the future, but at the moment, I'm very happy here, and it's time to celebrate and go on holiday." And that, that was it. But obviously everyone just said, everyone just highlighted, no one knows what the future is going to hold. So that was there. Yeah. Give so me two sticks. I'm with you. Okay. Grizz, while trying to knock on the chat, has um, broken everything. So that's how we walk. No, everything's fine. We're back. <laughs> um, let me see. Uh, Kevo Sullivan says, Rachika was supposed to be Werner replacement. Not sure what's going on with that now. That name has come up a bit. I don't know that player, Grizz. Um, but... The, the, the PSG and the Salah stuff, I think, you know, it's it's filling gaps in papers, I think, more than anything else. Um, it will uh, be. It will be. It will come out in the media soon enough, but um, I don't think it's in the media yet. But it's one of those that, you know, every big club makes an offer for a big player. We don't always hear about it. Some of these things are just inquiries are made on it. People, people, what people, what, what, what a lot of fans tend to think is inquiry means when is he signing? Yeah. Or when is he going? Inquiry yeah. doesn't mean that. You know, yeah. clubs make inquiries every single day um, for players, left, right, and centre. It just so happens today, uh, I was told that Marcella uh, mm. was the was the subject of an inquiry and, and 
it was battered away. So that's the end of that for now. End of that. Yeah, no problem. Um, I'm going to stick with a player you've just mentioned a minute ago, and it's Philippe Coutinho. And I know when I mentioned this, people in the chat are going to say, oh, here he fucking goes again. Will you let it go? But it's not me letting it go. Coutinho's name continues to be... Um, it, it, it continues to be linked with a Premier League return. And we've we, we've heard maybe sports are interested, maybe Arsenal are interested. Uh, I think Arsenal need to do more in other areas of the pitch rather than going for Phil Coutinho. But it could depend on a Bamian, couldn't it really? But his name keeps creeping up, Grizz. And every time it creeps up, even when you have Arsenal being mentioned and sports being mentioned and Leicester, I think, were mentioned at one stage as well. Why would you go to them when they do stuff like what they've done in the last six months? Um, I'm not letting that go either. But... It, it, Liverpool keep getting mentioned, Grizz, regardless of I'll who else is getting mentioned. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why Liverpool get, keep getting mentioned. I don't know about the rest. It's very much like the Michael Owen scenario. Okay. So when Michael Owen goes away, mm-hmm. he goes to Real Madrid, etc. Yeah. Club of, not club of his dreams, but you know what I mean. The big club he wanted to try out, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Goes around everywhere. And then when he wants to come back, he wants to come back to the Premier League. Mm-hmm. And he wants to come to Liverpool. Yeah. He tries his best to come to Liverpool through his agent. We know now yeah. how many times Michael Owens explained it, that he, his first choice was Liverpool. He mm-hmm. begged to come back. He begged his agent to come back. He would have taken half the wages, etc., etc. Swap Michael Owen for Phil Coutinho. It's the same scenario. Okay. The lad was offered to us last year for ridiculous money, as Klopp later revealed. Yeah. Klopp, Klopp's words were, we looked at it. These were his words. So these are not ITK words. These are not the mirrors and, and or whatever, whatever media outlets. These are Klopp's words. We looked at it. The financial package just didn't make sense. Correct. That's what Klopp's exact words were. Yeah. So to you, to you, if a financial the, package made sense, um, the financial package in football in this, terms would really consider it. In this climate of COVID pandemic. The figures that Liverpool want, if Liverpool sign him, it will be literally, literally just paying his wages with an option to buy. Okay. Who would say no to Phil Coutinho on that package? Loads, the situa- loads of people. Loads of people in the chat. Um, they don't want... Barry Devon, says that, obviously, you know, Coutinho is twerking for us. Uh, he is, he is. People, big people, people don't want... Um, any marketing or chat, but listen, this is a transfer show and the name keeps popping up, so we have to Names talk about it. Um, he, as much as- him and his agent are desperate for Liverpool. We're not desperate for him until they become desperate in terms of price and wage and everything. Yeah. Um, Sean, he's asked there just before we go on um, to a couple of more names, he's saying possible outcomes and it's worth discussing because if you have some sort of Shape to outgoings, you kind of know, I know it's difficult in this scenario with regards to a pandemic and prices, what, what way they are. We, we, we haven't got a measure of prices yet. Um, although Nathan Aki of 41 million makes it look like an inflated market, but, um, possible outgoings, Chris, because Divock Origi, you know, there was a picture of him on the, uh, at Anfield on his own la- after last Wednesday night. He, he's removed Liverpool from his bio on Instagram, apparently. He just has the word mercy on, on, on his Instagram. You know, you look at Klein as obviously not being renewed. Lalan has gone to Brighton, um, who are looking a little bit active in this window. We'll get to them in a, in a bit as well. And then you have, um, you've obviously Lovren gone to Zenit. Where, who else do you see going? Because 
I think this might be a window where if Liverpool are looking going, we need to be Q, which they always are. Could it be a case where they say, right, now is the top time to press the button on a couple of days, um, get some funds in, and we can make this as normal a transfer window with regards to incomings as we possibly can? Uh, it's Yeah, I think that's a very good assessment. I think that's the strategy we're employing Thanks, for this man. window. Frustra- it's okay. Frustrating as it may be, frustrating as it may be to many and to say, why do we need to use this strategy? Well, let's criticize this strategy when it doesn't work. That's why I say. Um, I think it's very obvious that we wait as late in the window to make moves. I think it's very obvious to see what the state of our outgoings are in terms of bids from other clubs. At the moment, from what I understand, there's not many bids for any of our players, actual money bids. Degsy's gone. We know Wilson, Gruwich, Shakiri are gone as long as we get decent offers. Obviously, those offers that we had in mind are not going to sort of be possible now. But they're not not our but neither are the players that we were going to sign. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <coughs> so it's a, it's um it's a strategy that we're going to employ. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be a long summer. Okay. But with the amount of outgoings on the cards, there is not a chance in hell we're not active in the market. Absolutely. Mm. I mean, I've just named three dead certs. If we get decent offers, anything around 15, 20 million for Gruch, Wilson, Shakiri, they're gone. And mm. I'll add Origi to that as well. I honestly mm-hmm. believe if we get a good offer for Origi, he'll be gone. But that's the problem, getting these offers. But obviously, getting the offers is one thing, but then getting them over the line and getting your, your incomings in, because Origi leaves and you, you could argue you need two front men. Um, and even if you include Bruce for that, you could argue you need two two front men. Chris Black has a list here of Carius, uh, Phillips, Ojo, Warborn, LaRucci, Ajaria, Gruwich, Wilson, plus potential fringe players, Shakiri, Origi. You can't see, you can't see, um, you can't see them selling all them, Chris. You can't see them selling all of them, but tell me which one's got a future there. That's the way to look well, at it. Uh, Alejandro says, according to Neil Jones of goal, uh, Shakiri, Karius, Marcus, Marco Gruwich, Harry Wilson, Ben Warburn, Shea Ojo, Nat Phillips, and Herbie Kane can have been told they can all leave the club. I, I absolutely agree with that. If, that if, if Neil Jones is saying that, there you go. I mean, I've sort of kind of reiterated all those players. But that's that, only one fringe player, Grizz, when you think about it. One fringe player and the rest are loan, they're out on loan or they're, they're, they've no future. So me, to me, it, you, through all that, you're probably looking 10, 15, 30, 45, 50 million quid, somewhere around that for all them. I mean, that's 50, 50 million quid for those players is cheap, but yeah. I think we'd probably, we'd probably definitely look more 70. But, you know, no one look. It's difficult to judge the market at the moment, Gav. We're only going it's, by it's, Aki it's impossible. for 41 billion. Yeah. yeah, we're only going by Aki for 41 million and Ferran Torres, who's a top youngster, for 20 million, was it? 21 million or something? 22, raised to 27. 22 million. Was... So let's say 25 million and a 40 yeah. million Aki. So that's what we're working with at the moment. We haven't got much else to work with in terms of figures. I mean, obviously Man City, uh, you know, we don't count them as normal, so... So we've got nothing to work with, basically. Yeah. We look at the Sancho situation. His club <laughs> has clearly, clearly put a price on his head yeah. that no club is willing to match. Yeah. It's 120 or go away. 
Well, we'll stay on. I wasn't going to go to Sancho next, but let's stay on him because we might as well talk about him, seeing that you mentioned him. The money does look around between 110 and 120 million, um, which is this, the money being quoted before any pandemic, which for me, Dortmund are sticking, digging their heels in and going, no, um, it's the same money. We don't give a shit what's happened around the world. That's his value and we don't care. And I think they're right. I think value players should probably rise because of a pandemic. They're more in need now. You know, it's not, it's not as easy to go and, 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 uh, you know, negotiate things. You know, all right, money shortened the game, but it's easy to just turn and go, well, that's our value. You know, we don't care if you don't have the money. That's just the way it goes. Um, the, there's been a little bit around Sancho with regards to oh he's he's told people close to him he wants to sign for Liverpool and there's others that are saying no he's 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 in um he's in contract talks already with Manchester United I'm of the belief that he will sign for Manchester United do you think they'll pay that one ten to one twenty million? They figure a, a, a payment plan out. Um, Man United always give in when they're desperate. It's all about desperation. Desperation. Desperate clubs will do desperate. Will go to desperate measures. Mm. United will end up paying that fee. I think. Um, look, we inquired about him as well uh, to see what the situation is. If they're willing to budge, they're not willing to budge. We're not mm. willing to budge. The only way we're going to sign Sancho is if he holds tight, and yep. we assess it next season. Yep. That's not happening. Oh, we put a deal in place for next season now, and it's a little bit like Hayden, um, which I, I think you're right. I don't think it happens. Uh, Chris Brack says that Terry on the football terrace seems to think it's done for 60 million plus 60 million add ons. It seems unlikely those figures. I don't think Dortmund are taking 60 million guaranteed for, um, for uh, Jaden Sancho. Sancho. I really don't. But, no uh, but he's not going to Liverpool, let's be honest about it. Unless no. something miraculous no. happens, he says, no, I'll stay for another year at Dortmund. Dortmund give him an extra few quid. Liverpool say we give you X amount next summer and th- that's done. But I, th- I think you know it will be the only ones that go in with that sort of money. Um, staying in Germany, Grizz, uh, Thiago. So Thiago stuff is rumbling on, it's rumbling on, it's rumbling on. You said to me before we come on, Rumenig has done another interview with Sky Germany, I think you told me earlier. And mm-hmm. he's basically said that nothing will happen um, before the Champions League is finished out. But they do expect him to leave and negotiations with the club that are interested will only start after the Champions League. And Sorry, the club will try to come in a, to an agreement. Um, after yeah, the sorry. League. This club is Liverpool, I'll, I'll, isn't it? I wanted to, sorry, I wanted to buy in, but I'll let you finish. Uh, he did, Rummenigge didn't quite say that um, talks will continue after the Champions League. Sorry. What Rummenigge said was, we've tried our level best. He's repeated what he said before. We've tried our level best with, uh, with Thiago. We had an agreement for a new contract for him. He's refused it. We matched every single uh, request of his. He still refused it. There's nothing we can do. Yeah. They've decided... Thiago is leaving. Thiago has decided he's leaving. Okay. Rummenigge keeps bringing out figures. Sorry, there was rumours of figures. Rummenigge's voice come out and said today, there's no fixed price in our head. All we know is we're not going to lose him for free, which indicates at the right price, they will sell. And at the right price, we will buy. And that's the situation. It's very similar. How I, how I, in my opinion, how the Michael Owen and, uh, Michael Owen and, um, um, Phil Coutinho's situation is similar. Yeah. This situation is very similar to Naby Keita. Naby Keita only wants us. Naby Keita has told his board, really, you know, he only wants us. His agent, sorry, he only wants us. Thiago only wants us. We are very much interested. But what we've been told by Bayern, according to my information, is come back to us after the Champions League campaign and then we can talk, discuss figures. And okay. that's where it's at. 
personal so, terms won't be a problem. Nothing will be an issue. It's all about they don't want any distractions for now. But okay. they've admitted he's going, and we're the only club in for him. Okay. Stevie LSE still doesn't think that Thiago is coming to us. Grizz, we feel he is. I, um, I, as long, I feel he is, but, you know, these things are fluid, with, especially with Liverpool. Mm-hmm. You know, who would have thought Fakir wouldn't have, you know, failed the, the second medical you know, the second, the two medical, the part, second part of the medical fails. Who would have thought every single journalist, name it, said deal is done, Fakir is a Liverpool player. Yeah. Things can happen. But but according to my opinion and what I know, Thiago is a, a dead set as well okay. as Naby Keita was. No worries. Um, just moving on, there's loads of people in the chat, um, nearly 200 people in the chat, so please hit the like button. Um, please keep throwing in your comments. Um, please keep throwing in names there as well. I'm trying to keep a track of them as much as I can. I am as well today. There's, um, I'm trying to keep up. The, the, uh, Joe Robinson said, "If we sign, if we sign Thiago, the Echo are finished." Um, listen, it, it looks, it looks, um, it looks to me. That I was a bit concerned over them coming out and naming prices because I thought, well, if they're naming prices, have we even got in contact with them? But you never know. Like they, say, this is a thing, Gav, Gav, the Champions they League is the one that's 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 I tell you skewing what, Gav, all this, I suppose. Gav. The club, Bayern Munich, haven't come out with no price. Mm. It's the media that have been bringing out prices. Rummenigger was asked today on Sky Germany. He was asked, we've heard a 35 million euro price being branded out. He said, I'm not mentioning no prices. So Bayern Munich themselves haven't mentioned any price to anyone. But from what I know, we will try to do a deal around 25 to 28 million pounds. That's our limit. That's our budget for Thiago, in my opinion. Okay. Um... James asks, and I'm 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 skipping down our, our agenda that we had written out, but I'm going to do it because James mentions it. He said, "Is Lloyd Kelly good enough in both the left back and centre back positions?" Great question. Are just about adequate in both because he he was linked, and we did we did look at him. Grizz, it's widely known we looked at him. Where going back to last summer, and he ended up going to Bournemouth from Bristol City for about fifteen million quid. Um, Bournemouth, of course, have gone down. That name has popped up again, Lloyd Kelly. I'm going to be honest, I don't see it happening, Grizz, but what do you make of him as a player and do you think there is anything in it? I think that's a great question by James, was it? James, yeah. Because I read the links, I haven't heard nothing. This is nothing to do with my info or anything. I, I've read it today, the rumours about we're back in for Lloyd Kelly. Mm. The reason in, the reason why, I know why we backed out of Lloyd Kelly because we didn't think he, he, he was value at 15 million. I think it's fairly, <laughs> fairly. Uh, I'm fairly confident in saying I think it's we've been proved right. Okay. He hasn't, he hasn't, he hasn't climbed many trees, has he? He's, um, he's hardly played. Even when he's played, he's looked awful. Um, but that's not saying much because if we scouted him, we wanted him. He must have. We must have seen something in him. So yeah. it's, it's unfair to judge him his time at, at Bournemouth. Yeah. His question, I think James. James' question was: Is he good enough to play as a centre back and a left back? I think that's a fantastic question because everyone thinks we need this multi-purpose defender that can sometimes fill in at left back, sometimes fill in at left centre back. Now that's ideal, but the the level that we're playing at and operating now, I don't think that's possible unless you go out and get Alaba of Bayern Munich. Okay. You know, the top of my head is the only one. I know you like the Vertonghen idea. Maybe we we might come onto it later. But Alaba is the only one, in my opinion, that stands out in world football that could operate at elite level at left back. And an elite level at centre back. Mm-hmm. I don't think Lloyd Kelly could play left back in our system. That's just my opinion. I think he's strong. I think he's decent enough in the air. He's he's quick. 
I don't think he's the best at, uh, at attacking. I think he's very similar to... It's one of the reasons why Klein didn't have a future under Klopp. You know, we we need we need progressive fullbacks. Now, whether he'll be an ideal fourth choice, that's a debate to be had, and that he may be. But is he better than? I don't know. Is he better than just what we just let go, Lovren? I don't think, in my opinion, he is. I don't think he's an upgrade on 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 Lovren. In my opinion, I know many will disagree. Let them. I don't think Lloyd Kelly is our standard, even if it was a fourth choice. But I've been proved wrong on many occasions. I hope I am proved wrong, and he turns out to be fantastic if we eventually go for it. But I don't think I can't see it myself. Yeah, Shani mentions Ozan Kabak, and I'm going to come to him in a minute. Um, it's just another comment I've seen just above him from Alistair Clare, and he mentions Brighton, and I have Brighton on my list, so I'm going to go to Brighton now. Uh, get Ben White from Brighton, says Al- Alistair. Um, and Brighton have made a few moves. Um, Veldman, Lalana, um, it looks like they're going for uh, Maitland Niles from. Um, from Arsenal, of course, and you know their their manager who used to manage in Sweden, I think, didn't he? He has this thing for young, up and coming players and developing them. Brighton have made a nice few moves there. I have to be honest with you. Ran a very efficiently well-run club. Um, the way they picked up the Ajax player, you know, totally flummoxed loads of people. Decent yeah. player. They've also got Lewis Dunk on their books. They've got. Webster on their books, and half these are talking. They've got the other fellow as well, who's Dunk's partner, regular Dunk partner. Oh. Who's the Irish fella? Oh, Duffy, is it? No, Duffy. it's not Duffy. Is it Duffy? It is Duffy. Yeah, yeah, I always yeah, get mixed Duffy. up with him and the other fella that plays for Newcastle. Um, no, 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 it's Duffy. Yeah. So they've got a fair few centre backs. The manager's come out and said Ben White, he, he sees Ben White's future at, um, at Brighton. Mm-hmm. Ben White sees his future at Leeds. We see Ben White's future at Liverpool. That's the tug of war. We'd love Ben White. I believe he's a number one choice centre-back before COVID, 100%. Post-COVID, post-COVID, I haven't haven't heard anything on... He's a bit more of a a risk. Yeah, I haven't heard his mention since post-COVID, but I know we loved him and we would have got him, but now it's different. If If Leeds give him a decent offer, I think he'd be probably another Leeds, but we still, I think we still want him. Um, Diego Carlos is being mentioned I think as well some rumours coming back there Shawnee says uh, Diego Carlos has a monster boy it's not happening um, he has been linked but there's nothing nothing really concrete on that um, no no again this was a pre-Covid link it was a strong link we 100% were in for him but post-Covid all these deals have disappeared Diego Carlos was very very uh, highly thought of but um, it's not happening now we're looking at 50 million 40, 50 million for him. We're not paying down a certain amount for fourth choice. Okay, Kieran Thorne says, I've heard a few bits that we have made an inquiry for Omar Richards as possible left-back cover from Reading. Uh, Brighton would want 40 million for Ben White, according to Dan. Uh, thanks for joining us, Dan. I don't think I've seen you in here before. You're very welcome. Um, the next player I want to go to is Jack Grealish. Of course, um, a mainstay of Villa. Captain keeps them up. Fucking single-handedly, possibly you could say, um, with, with his, his influence on their side, a lot of reports coming out there as well. Now, listen, Manchester United are going to be linked with every player under the sun. It happens every summer with Manchester United, especially when they're looking to recover or make a step forward to get like Raúl Jiménez is being linked today. You know, Grealish, Sancho, there's fucking names coming out of our ears. They're not going to sign them all, but uh, Grealish. 
Michael Owen is claiming that Grealish has his heart set on Manchester United. Apparently, Arsenal have registered an interest. Liverpool haven't gone near it, which has surprised me a little bit. Um, but um, what do you make? Does Grealish give Villa another season, or does he just cut his toys now and go, listen, I can't be dealing with that every fucking season, and I need to get into that England squad, and I'm better than Aston Villa, basically? It's a good question. It's another great question from you, Gav. You're on fire Thanks, today. Thanks. Um, Grealish is a is a, is a Villa boy, isn't he? Th- thick mm. and th- thick and thin. He it will need to be it will need to be a humongous offer. It will need to be one that satisfies Villa. Hundred million. I don't think Arsenal is the club for him, and I don't think he would regard Arsenal as. I don't think he'd regard Arsenal as a reason to leave his boyhood club. That's just Tottenham my opinion. Tottenham is the team for me. That's too strong all over him. Well, the thing is, Tottenham sounds like a Grealish. Yeah, that sounds like a a decent enough match. But does 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 it sound like a decent enough match for Mourinho? Does Mourinho like a Grealish type? Mourinho doesn't like building his team around one player or focusing mm. one player in a system. Grealish is the type that you need to not. He, he needs to be one of the main focus of your team. Mm. Um, it's difficult. It's difficult to see where I see Grealish ending up. I don't even see him at United. I know you mentioned United as one of the clubs to be interested in, but yeah. where does he play at United? Well, he plays you know, off the I, left I for Villa. It. He plays off the left for Villa, but, you know, when you look at United, they're starting to become a little bit top-heavy for me. You know, I now don't get me wrong, I rate Martial, I always have. Rashford the same. Um, I think Bruno Fernandes is being played down a little bit because of the penalty stuff. But I think his influence on that squad has been huge over the last six months. And we can't talk about... We, we can't really... As Liverpool fans talk about, you know, oh, Lalana was great behind the scenes and Milner is great behind the scenes and, and Lovren the same and, and the influence they have. And then just write Bruno Fernandes off as a penalty merchant. I think his influence is being huge. Um, but when you look at them and you say Martial, you look at Rashford, you look at, uh, Bruno Fernandes, then you have obviously Pogba in there as well, possibly Sancho. I don't know where Grealish plays, but having said that, I've all, you have to look at it as a squad game and I think United probably have, a good players, a, and I think after that you could you could swap any of them out. That's where I think they're probably looking and saying we need a squad here. We badly need a squad. Um, but listen, Grealish, did, like Sean he said earlier, he, he's he's a bit like Zaha. He's too nice to push for a move, and then his club just price him out moves. Um, but do you think? Hand on, I'm, I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to pin your opinion down here, Chris. Um, does he go? And who does he go to? I can't see I can't see anyone paying the kind of money they would take for Villa. Now, if they got relegated, and if you asked me this question, mm. it would have been a total different, different answer. Scenario, yeah. But um, I think the fact that they survived, I think, is is he will look to and Villa will look to get one more season out of him. And if they stay in the Premiership or they don't, then he he'll probably have some kind of an agreement that look, I'll give you one more season. You're my dream club. I'm playing in the Premier League. It's my dream. No one's going to pay the kind of fee Villa are looking. Even, even a dumb club like United, even a desperate club like United, won't pay sixty million for him this climate. And that's how much Villa will be probably looking for him. So I think he sticks it out. Okay, um, over two hundred people watching. I hope there's two hundred odd likes. I really do. Um, but please hit the like button, and if you can make it, if you can copy and share this onto your social media, whatever that may be, absolutely go and do that. I'm really enjoying this show, by the way. Um, we don't have to worry about who's playing at the weekend and what happens if this player plays or that team wins. It's just we're just having a chat about football and transfers and stuff. I'm really enjoying it. I hope you too. You are too. Seventy four likes. That's um, that's not good. Um, keep going. 
phone, lads. It's not it's not hard to just hit that little like button. It's deadly. Um next one I want to move on to. Spores. Um very little very little word coming out of them. You know, they signed the guy uh, is a Bergwin, is that how you pronounce it? Um, Bergwine, yeah. Yeah, Bergwine, sorry, apologies. They signed him in January, you know, there's there's very little talk around them, Chris. They're gonna money gap. They literally, literally they're literally in a position where they will have to offload. They spent very decent money on Ndebele, Bergwine and Lacelso. Mm. You remember? Yeah. So they bought decent and, and they spent like decent Sessignon. Sessignon. So yeah. they bought decent in the last window, summer window. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> they're in a position where, you know, we know Mourinho likes to flex his muscle in the transfer market, but he's now working for Mr. Levy, General Levy. So General Levy doesn't like spending much money unless it's um, it's a very similar situation to us where he likes to sort of know what's coming in before what's going out. So it may be a case of, listen, I know Harry Kane and everything, but, <coughs> you know, it, would they sacrifice Kane to sort of, like a, a la Gareth Bell scenario where he was sold for huge money and they reinvested in the squad? Mm. I don't know. I don't think they're in a position to let Kane go, but I also don't think they're in a position to spend much money. I think they're going to wait, just like us. And if there's bargains to be had, you know, They'll go for it, but no they, need here they need players. They need players. I agree. They need three, mm. four players. Yeah. Flash Garden says um, they won't be signed. For the ones finding new ways to ensure the job always gets done. For the ones wearing many hats. For the ones who are hands-on, even from far away. And the ones keeping business moving forward. We are Granger, Offering supplies and solutions for every industry. With 24-7 support and experienced staff at over 250 local branches. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. And anyone not with that stadium. Uh, a lot of people are saying go in and go for Son. I think that ship is sailed, lads. I really do. Um, but I, th- I think it's he's a brilliant player. Um, he's an absolutely brilliant player. Uh, Andy Mead said he would laugh if Chelsea paid 100 million for Havertz and we sign, I don't know how you say that name, is it Spozale for 25 million? don't even know who that is. Um, yeah. Oh, he's a fantastic talent. But um, Who does he play for? He plays for Leipzig. Okay. No, 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 no. But it's Salzburg. Salzburg, uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, but he was on the verge of joining AC Milan, apparently. Uh, last second deal, uh, last second uh, flop. So now he's being linked to clubs all over Europe. I haven't heard his name linked with Liverpool, to be honest with you, but he's a very, he's a cracking player. Okay. Um, Spores are quite quiet. The one link I've seen with Arsenal, obviously we've talking about, um, we've talked there a little bit about Grealish and stuff like that. The other one around Arsenal is John Stones, obviously being linked to Arteta, has history with John Stones at Man City. Um, me and you were talking about this earlier and I was saying to 30 million-ish, I, I think is probably a price on John Stones. You'd be surprised if City get that. Regardless of the money, Grizz, is he a sign in Arsenal? should be looking at because I think he's a good centre-half. I think he's been a scapegoat with a little bit by, by Pep Guardiola and hasn't been helped with the fact that he had to play with that other clown that plays a centre-half of him. Um, what's his name? The, the Argentinian lad. His name always escapes. Otamendi. Uh, for City. Otamendi. There we Otamendi. go. Um, I, I, I think John Stone's been given a slightly 
slightly harsh run uh, under Pep Guardiola. But as Shawnee said to me earlier, Gav, he's a he's a he's a he's a footballing centre back that sometimes forgets how to do the basics, and it made me think when when Shawnee said that because I'm I'm championed the idea that Arsenal need centre backs that just do the fucking basics before they go and do anything else. But John Stones, do you see him leaving City and could uh, are Arsenal the club for him? Because I think Chelsea definitely, fit. I, definitely, I can definitely see him leaving City, especially now they've bought Nathan Aki as well. Um, but he's not an Arsenal defender, man. No way. It's exactly what you just said there. Was it Sean? He said that he's a footballing centre half that forgets he's a centre half first. Very much. I think that's David Walsh just said Stones and Louise in the same defence would be laughable, and I agree with him. It would be an absolute joke. Um, John Stones was decent at Everton, but we all know every single me, you, everyday tripper. Every person, 215 people watching this right now, know that he was not the price, not worth the price City paid for him. But that wasn't his fault. Mm. I think he's a decent centre-half. I think he's been very decent for England when he's been playing there as well. But again, when you look around the clubs and what kind of clubs would look for a centre-half like him, it's difficult, Gav. It's difficult. I, I don't think he would be high up on Arsenal's wish list if, if I was one of their scouts. I would be looking at someone who's no nonsense as opposed to all about the Louise and bringing the ball out and all this sort of rep- reputation he's got. I'd, I'd look for a no nonsense defender. He's definitely not a no nonsense defender. It's difficult. I mean, but we do, we do, we do think he lives. He, sorry, just quickly. Um, there was a Tom Jacobson, I think he said, um, saying hello from Helsingborg in Sweden. Hey, Tom, good man yourself. Um, there you go. Uh, Tom Jacobson. Yeah. How are you from Helsingborg in Sweden? Great. Um, I th- I, that might be the first Swedish person we've had on the chat. I, I it could be. I could be wrong. Someone else coming in. I'm from Sweden and I'm watching years. I'm, I apologize, but uh, good man, Tom. How are you? Um, do you think it'd be Solgris? Because Otamendi, for me, should be thrown out the door. They, they are looking at a 41 million. You have Laporte. There's rumour of Kula Bali now as well. I don't know what he's quite up to, but do you think Stones will be shown the door at sea? I think he would be. I think it's a, I think it's probably a case of who gets a bid out of him and Otamendi, to be honest with you. And there's more chance of getting a bid for Stones there in, to get a bid for Otamendi. That's the way you look at it. So, yeah, definitely, I think... Again, I mean, I know we discussed it all day long. I think, I think they'll be lucky to get thirty million. I think twenty-five million is very realistic for John Stones in this market and at this stage of his career, where he's, you know, he's very injury-prone. We know that he's gone to a big club, but he hasn't proved it at a big club. So, you know, twenty-five, yeah, maximum thirty million would be a, a, a very good deal for City, and I think Stones would, would probably leave as well. You can see he's not in Pep's plans. He's playing the the kid Garcia ahead of him, you know, even though they've got injuries left, right and centre and that's saying something. Yeah. Uh, Tom is actually from Dublin. He's living um, over in Helsingborg a few years. Even better, man. Um, fair play, Helsingborg. And I, I still think he's the first person from Sweden to be on. Um, let me see. Uh, Gav, leave the American politics to the amateurs. Oh, this is about my tweet earlier about, <laughs> about, um, the madman, uh, what's his name, Trump, uh, basically delaying the election in America. It, an election he's going to win, and um, he's definitely going to win. Uh, it's it's unbelievable, and he's just delaying the inevitable. But he is going to win that election. Trust me, be, mainly because Americans are mad, and B, the people that are putting up against him, just stop it. You know, as mad as Trump is, you, you don't. I don't think. Um, 
I don't think you, you, you go with the, the people that are putting up against them either, but that was just a bit of fun. But, um, it's being taken a bit seriously there. Um, I leave the politics alone, but, um, Shawnee said there about is a Saliba that, uh, and a few people have mentioned the centre half, um, who's 19 and he's, he's, he's been signed by Arsenal, has the loan back out. And then he's back and a couple of people have said they feel sorry for him. Um, uh, the whole backline being pinned on this 19 year old. Well, th- that's the way Arsenal carry on. Um, Koi Havertz, Chris. Now, we were talking about this the other day and you were like, no, I think Koi Havertz is done. Apparently his sister was telling everyone it was done and stuff like that. Uh, it's it's come out today that, no, it's not quite done. Um, his club are looking for a certain amount of money and I don't think Chelsea are willing to match that at the moment. They'll get that. They'll get that money. Again, Chelsea are a club. We've discussed it yesterday, didn't we? Chelsea are, are fully loaded. They're probably going to spend the most in these windows. In fact, I don't think there's a doubt. I don't think there's a doubt. I think... And I'm and I'm talking in in Europe. I'm not even just talking Premier, Premier League. I think Chelsea will spend the most in Europe mm-hmm. this window. So they've got Werner, they've got Ziyech, they've got Havertz. They'll get the price. By by again, they've got Leverkusen. have got Europa League to deal with, so they don't want any distractions again. Very much like Bayern. You know how German clubs are. They're efficient. They don't want distractions. Yeah. Very focused on their campaigns wherever they're in, and and that's normal. People are sort of just like. Everyone's saying, why has he gone quiet on Thiago? Why has he gone quiet on Thiago? Well, it's because Bayern are focused. Bayern are focused on the Champions League. Leverkusen are focused on the Europa League. When those things are finished, the then they'll get, yeah, then we'll talk about Havertz to Chelsea and Thiago to Liverpool. I, I firmly believe Havertz will end up at Chelsea. A, because Chelsea are the only ones willing to pay the fee. We were very interested, very interested um, uh, but just we're not we're not willing to fork out that kind of money. Well, it's obvious now it? since the we're not willing to focus that um, spend that kind of money in this window. And Havertz wants to leave now. That's the difference. Yeah. The only you know the only thing is Havertz. Who else would pay for him again? You know, it, it is a crisis. People have to finally accept that it is a crisis for you know barring a few clubs can't pay anything over 50 million now but Chelsea's one of those clubs that can pull out 70 million and they will somehow somewhere and they'll mm. get Havertz Chris Black says apparently Ndombele is off to Inter Milan and John Stones is being linked with West Ham which is just career suicide um, <laughs> yeah but I think that's a decent I think that's that's, that's his kind of level Chris, Chris, I think. Chris yeah there's levels and then there's going to West Ham it's an absolute head case of a club. A head case of a club. Um, I th- I well, hold on. Who was I, managing? Who was managing Stones at Everton? Was it Moyes? Um, it could have been. Maybe that's no, why. I don't. I don't think Moyes was there. I think Moyes might have been gone. I think uh-huh. it would have been. Who came in after Moyes? Well, someone will know. Someone will know in the chat. Who was Stones' manager? At I Everton? think. I think it was Roberto Martinez. Okay. I think possibly. he might have taken yeah. them from Barnsley, I yeah, think. Possibly. But um, someone might correct us on this. Uh, James says... It was Mardiners, yeah. If Mendy, Walker, Ake are three of City's back four... Oh, sorry, it's gone off the screen. Um, if Mendy... I'll, I'll get it back now um, because it was a good question. Uh, there we go. Uh, let me see. If Mendy, Walker, Ake are three of City's back four, there's nothing to worry about. Will Chelsea or Man United get closer to the big two next season? We'll have to wait and see. Um 
because what are we at the 29th of July or something like that and this goes till the 5th of October uh, you're going to have football being played while the window's open um, but well you will the, the season starts on the 12th of September so it'll all you know you could have a club and we've seen it in years gone by where they don't have a good start and they just go oh, here bang 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 three players and it changes their fortunes overnight and they go from also rounds to contenders or relegation fodder and they end up in mid-table so you actually don't know until a if the dust settles and b you see how people start the season and how to react when the window closes as well um just a couple of grades that have come up today a guy called mandy um from betis was linked um with a move to liverpool and straight away I've seen comments on him saying no he's, he's not good in the year he's not this he's the second most record defensive record in the league have you heard anything about this have you read up about this because it seems a bit of a um, a bit of a, a bit of a left field one to say the least yeah no I haven't I don't know about anything from my side but I've read it all about him today all over the the rumours page whatever Rio Betis 28 some would say at the peak of his career um I have no insight on this player. I'm sorry, Gav. I'm, I don't know. The, it's just you just come up. He's one of the five know. six. He's one of the five six in Europe that I haven't got an insight on. Um, <laughs> but it's but it's uh, but it, it it kind of it reminds me a lot of this. This kind of signing wouldn't surprise me. It's very much like a Clavan type right. signing. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you. So. We're, we're known to do this kind of... I know you said it's very left field, but it, it, it is, we are prone to do this in the past. We have done this kind of thing in the past. He'd be available for around seven, eight million. Mm-hmm. You know, we'd get him, be our fourth choice. He's left-sided, what we're looking for. Apparently, he's very aggressive, good on the ball. That's where it is. I don't know nothing. I've got nothing else to add, but I mean, you know, we, we also linked with... Um, someone was asking about Kabak. Yeah, uh, I, I, I want to get back. to him. I want to get to him, but um, okay. Just, just one little comment in there. Um, was just Neil Anthony saying Ronald Koeman was manager. I'm nearly sure Liverpool be Everton, um, four 0 at Anfield in thirteen fourteen, and John Stones is playing right back, and I'm nearly sure Roberto Martinez is the manager because John Stones actually plays storage on side for the. No, it was Martinez. It was 100% I'm Martinez. Really sure it was, I'm nearly sure it was Martinez. But listen, I could be just my memory could be gone, gone completely. Um, let me see. Let me see. Uh, yeah, right. So, Quebec. So, this name has popped up over the last week. He is a centre back. He looks like he has. Is Boyer Leverkusen as well? No, he's Schalke. Sorry, Schalke. I have Boyle because on the brain. Um, he's with Schalke. He has a buyout clause. It's it's a mad amount of money. You think, Grizz, that we'll go 15 million max on this? If that's the case, surely Schalke aren't going to take 15 million quid for a player. That I wouldn't say. That. I would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know from Schalke's point of view, but I know from Liverpool's point of view um, that we're willing to go to 15 for a maximum. They want 40. They want 40 million okay. for him. 40 million yeah. euro. Sorry. <coughs> 25 uh, million pounds. And we're willing to go to 15 million pounds. I don't think we go a penny over mm-hmm. 18 million max for him. We've told okay. him that and that's where he's at. We made an inquiry on him. Um, many people think because of the fact that Klopp's mate Wagner's in charge at Schalke. Um, you know, he's putting a good word, etc., etc. It doesn't work like that. He may have you know, said kind words about Liverpool and what, but I don't think anyone needs to tell 
any player in world football what it's like at Liverpool or who Liverpool are. So I don't really buy that. Wagner must have said, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Um, rave reviews about this guy, Gav. Rave reviews. But he's not one that I like. He's not one that I like. And this is okay. one I've watched. Um, I've seen him about four or five times. And I've seen about seven hours worth of YouTube as well, which makes me an expert at this stage. And, <laughs> and he's, do you know, Gav, he's very much, a fr- he's very much like Lovren, dare I say, in right. terms of he's very aggressive. He's an absolute bulldog, right? For a young man, how do I describe him as a centre-back? Mar- he's what Martin, we thought Martin Skirtle was, right? Yeah. He's very oh, aggressive, well, he's likes Jonathan to get to Scott the ball first. Yeah, and he makes these tackles, but that's because of his positional play is awful. Mm. Um, he's not the quickest, but he's powerful runner. If you know what I mean, he's, yeah. he he barges people off the ball as you know, sort of when he's running with them, he's he's strong in the tackle. He's very brave. He's a, he's an absolute lion heart. Is he better than Gomez? No. Is he potential to be a good partner for Virgil? Yes. I'm not sure. I'm not sure on his quality though, and that's why I think our team have got it bang on when we say 15 million is a very good price for him. Anything over 20 million, we wouldn't touch him. Yeah, Andy, me, it said there's no chance to come back, and I, I, I sort of agree. There's too much variance on on the on the field there. Um, absolutely, absolutely. Going between up yeah. to thirty five, even if up to thirty, it's still a twelve million gap. And you know, if they meet you in the middle, um, and take six million off that, they're, they're losing what they're losing fucking over ten million on the on their absolutely. actual value. Um, Kai yeah. Murray says Kabak plays a bit like Soyuncu at Leicester. I think there's a very good comparison. Okay, there you go. Um, Apparently, David Walsh said that uh, Sheffield United are in for Brewster on loan. I think that'd be great for him. I think it'd be great for him. I think I think that's the way to go with Brewster. Uh, you know, he's done really well at Chef, uh, at Swansea, but it, uh, when all said and done, Grizz, it's the championship. You need to put him in. You need to put him in in a Premier League side, not one that's going to be cannon fodder because there's no point. But, but a team that are middle of the road, look to play good football, look to play with a good intensity. And Sheffield United right now are, are a perfect opportunity and a perfect example yeah. of that. Um, but listen, Brewster. just touching on Brewster, yeah, just yeah, touching on Brewster, Gav. Yeah. Me and you have discussed him past in private as well, and mm-hmm. someone changed my mind today on him. I was of the opinion um, when Klopp doesn't keep you uh, around training, training with him under his coaching, under his guidance, a la um, Jones, Elliot, Nico Williams, these guys, he's, we've had demands of so many clubs of these players on loan, but he said no to all of them. And then you've got the youngsters that people talk about, but he doesn't rate. Wilson, Gruwich, Woodburn, Brewster, he keeps sending out on loan, right? That really put me off because Klopp has said as well, he likes his players to be coached rather than sometimes go out on loan. Yeah. I, I was of that opinion until until someone made a very good point and it hit me. And sometimes... You know, you've got to humble yourself and listen to other people's opinions, which, you know, I like doing. He mm-hmm. said, but ah, but Brewster was always playing catch-up after his injury. And that's mm-hmm. a very fair point. We never got to see the best of Brewster because he was recovering from his injury. He seems, it seems as though he's fully recovered from injury. He's been an absolute revelation on uh, on loan to, Le- um, what club is he at? Um, Swansea. Yeah. It's, 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 it, I think he comes back to us 
And I think he had possibly has a chance to establish himself, especially if we get rid of Divokarigi. Yeah, like I think I, we will if we get a decent offer. I think it's um it's one of those. Um there was a, there was a, oh here we go. Uh, John says, how does Grizz watch all these players? Absolutely amazing by Grizz. Sounds like Hendrick from the Anfield Index. Stop it. Grizz watches football. The difference is Grizz watches football. Um, I genuinely does. Every time I'm talking to him, he's watching fucking football. I don't know. I don't know how he gets through the days. Um, I really, really don't. Um, sorry. I just had to take over that comment, uh, just to let you know. Um, let me see. Uh, Minamino, of course, Owen Bork mentions Minamino. I think he's still going under the radar for Liverpool as w- with regards to, you know, uh, where he's going to play, what he's going to do. I think, I think he'd be, I was quite impressed with him at Newcastle. I have to be honest with you. Very clever movement, very clever on the ball, very unlucky not to score. A good save from Dubravka. Um, I, I like the look of him and I think he'll grow and grow as, as the, absolutely the totally under the radar. Minamino, people are forgetting yeah. about Minamino. He will mm. study us. It's yeah. guaranteed he will study yeah, us over the summer, over the preseason, and he'll come back flying for us. I agree. Um, Shiny Lawson says Grizz is a football man. He is. He genuinely. Correct. Listen, me and Grizz tear strips off each other most days um, on this and <laughs> in private, and it just never stops. But I will say, he's fucking always watching football. Every time I get on to what are you doing watching football, I'm watching the Turkish league and I'm watching this and that he's always watching football um, genuinely I, I don't know I genuinely don't know how he gets through the day is how he functions because all he seems to be fucking doing is watching football but um, a couple more before we go Grizz because we're going to try to keep this to an hour instead of it going on and on and on all night which we could because there's so many names out sorry there. that's a great shout someone's put on the screen uh, Darren Darren Dunbar oh yeah. I know Darren I know Darren from Twitter yeah. how you doing Darren um, would be better on loan to Leeds that's a great shout I think I think Leeds will be his kind of team if he was to go to a loan. A young, energetic team under the guidance of Bielsa. Wow. If he wasn't staying at Liverpool, I don't think he goes back to Swansea. I know there's rumours today Swansea have inquired about him. I mm. think we have turned that loan down. We've said that we're going to let him come back to Liverpool and we will reassess after the preseason training. But that's a great shout. If he was to go to a Premier League club, I think Leeds would he'd thrive under Bielsa. Listen, uh, it's not a bad show. I'm just saying what we've seen of Sheffield United in the Premier League looked a great fit to me because we haven't seen Leeds in the Premier League yet. We don't know if the Leeds that you've seen in the Championship is the one that's going to turn up in the Premier League and people will say, no, they play a certain style of football, so does fucking Norwich and you see what happened then, alright? Um, so you don't know what's going to happen but Leeds might be a really good show if Bielsa tailors it a little bit, little bit but not too much and it gives Bruce a chance to be in a team that presses and plays good football and, you know, gets their full-backs involved. You know, you know the way Liverpool work. Um yeah. But uh, Jonathan Davis says Minamino could be our next Ben Reun. I've seen somebody Shout. there a minute ago, um, the name's gone off the screen saying that we should sign I see the similarities, they're good Markovic. shot by De- Jonathan. He's Markovic in disguise. Uh, Minamino, I'm going to say now, I think I think Minamino gets 10 plus goals for Liverpool next season. I'm going to put it out there. Um, John says he was only joking about the about the Anfield index stuff. Uh, he loves Gris and his insight. I know like you're only messing. Well. We don't take it seriously, but relax, it's grand. Um, let me see. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Um, where was I? Oh, yeah, a couple more to go, Chris. Uh, Sarah from Wofford. People love his attitude. People love the way he plays. He's direct. He's quick. He's strong. He's an eye for goal. He, you know, Mane really likes him, stuff like that. The, the, loads of pieces fall into place. The only thing I would say is, Chris, 
we could be decimated by an African Nations Cup if it falls at the wrong time for us. And Sarah will be another player that would miss out. Is that something to take into, you know, to a massive consideration if we were to go for someone like him? For a club like Liverpool that thinks and covers most bases, yes. Mm. Uh, but the AFCON, the, no, the, the AFCON has been moved to 2022, is it? That's right. Is it the summer of 2022 or are they doing it in the January again? Uh, because remember it went from January to the summer and then they were going to switch, they were going to move it back to January because of COVID. Well, we have a very knowledgeable uh, viewers viewership. So mm. if anyone could tell us when the African nations is going to be held. But going back to Ismail Star, um, I'm undecided on him. I've had so many debates on Twitter about this kid. Everyone's of everyone's of the opinion. Sorry, go on. I think I think my opinion might change if I can find out the African nations when it's rescheduled is in January or June. January. January twenty two. Someone said there, Flash Gordon. Okay. We don't know. We don't know the reliability. Are you reliable, Flash Gordon? Because that's ah, the, he is. He's that's a nice that, that's, is it, yeah, that's the that's the line these days on Twitter. Are you reliable? Yeah. Reliable mean, I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah. How reliable are you? Fucking. Saps. Anyway, as you'd say. Saps. Um, um, <laughs> yeah. But but Ismail Assad, loads of debates with loads of people. You know me, I love talking to people on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I don't think I'm the answer to every football footballing opinion. Mm-hmm. I'm undecided on him, Gav. A lot of people comparing him to Mane. He, you know, in terms of, you know, he's, he's, he's a winger that sort of loves going at plays. Very quick, very quick. I don't think he's got the game intelligence anywhere near close to Mane. Not many have, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I know he's young. I know he's raw. I know everything what people will throw at me in terms of he's the best player to under to flourish under Klopp. Klopp's the perfect manager for him. Yeah. I'm undecided. I think he's got talent. I think he's got potential. Um, you know, I, I don't know what kind of money Watford would ask. Uh, I don't think they'd be in a strong position to bargain now, especially with them in the in the championship. He definitely want to get out of there. He'd absolutely, definitely want to get out of there. But, um, you know, it, it depends on what kind of money they'd be looking for. But I, it's not a name that I've heard we've inquired about yet. Yeah, because Owen Borg says, and it's a good point, can Sarah replicate anywhere near the goal return of Salah or Mane if we're no. injured? That's a fair point. But the other way I look at it is, it's not, you don't sign these players to cover for injuries. You sign these players to complement what you have already. And by that I mean, could he come in and, you know, play 60 you know, because we want to give Salah a bit of a rest or he comes on with 30 to go every, you know, every week for one or the other. It's it's something along them lines, I'm thinking. And then you never know how he, how he materialises and, and he progresses under Klopp because you can't underestimate what Klopp does to players. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? And, and, you know, I, yeah, I, and all you've watched of, of Sarah is is in a, another basket case of a club who sacked three managers, I think, this year. Um, I think I'm right in saying that. And usually playing a style of football that's quite prohibitive prohibitive at times so yeah, you don't I know with all that. in a different in a different environment under a different manager and probably flow more confidence if he's if he's around Mane, Salah, Firmino and anybody else I think it's thing this is still interesting to me though with the African nations was that not moved from they always played it in January and then I thought they'd moved it they decided right we're moving it from now on until June and then they couldn't do it in June because of COVID. So they were moving it back to January 2021. Why didn't they just move it to June 2021? 
Why are they keeping it in January now? Are they going back and staying in January? I'm, or are I'm they just doing this January 2022 and then they're back to June? Someone's going to have to, I'm going to have to go up and look at this or look, see what's Jonathan going on. Davis, who says January 22 because the climate in Cameroon is too hot in June. Ah, I'd go with that. I think okay. he's right. Okay, Jonathan Davis has looked up the weather and he's outsmarted us all. Um, there's 227 watching and there's 108 likes. Smash the Shawnee like Lawson has just stage. quoted... Shawnee yeah. Lawson had just quoted the rumin of the quotes, and it turns out I wasn't bluffing. Those are the exact quotes. Am I right or am I wrong, Dev? Yeah. Tiago informed us he would like to do something new. If he has an agreement with a club, the club will need to pay a fee of a certain amount. I will not make public the fee from the Bayern president. Um, one of the last ones to go here, Grizz, and it's Jan Vertonghen. And obviously Vertonghen is a, is a great servant to, to sports. Um, Played at left back, played at centre back, um, really, mm. really good. 30 odd years of age now, though, isn't he? Um, he's leaving Spurs on a free. There's a lot of rumour mm. saying that he will stay in England. Um, I don't think, I don't think, um, I don't, I don't think Liverpool are the one for him, but where do you think it will go? It's difficult to see where he would go. As he said, as he said that he wants to stay in Premier League, has that been quoted? I'm not sure. I don't think I don't think his body can handle the Premier League anymore. Daniel Aga is Harry uh, Harry Vertonghen, Jan Vertonghen for me. Reminds me a lot of Daniel Aga. Um, not only that he's left-footed, but sort of his frame, his, his, the way he brings out the ball, the way he scores some absolute barnstorming goals, um, the way he's always injured, you know. So he's got a lot of uh, Daniel Aga about him. I wouldn't mind him, you know, as a fourth centre-back for us. I think, you know, at his age, at his stage of his career, I'm not sure if he would like to be our fourth-choice centre-back. But if it was, and if he was available and he was up for it, I wouldn't mind him, you know. I've always rated Jan for Dongan. Um, Shawnee says he's only comfortable in a back three. Yeah, he's not the quickest, but he's a very good reader of the game and he's very strong as well. Um, and he hasn't, and he's done very well for Spurs in a back four as well. Uh, Pochettino didn't always play a back three, you know, he, he always changed mm. it up, which is good. A player, a centre back that can play in both a back three and a back four is a very intelligent centre back. Uh, if they can play equally as good, Vertonghen, no idea where, where would he go. He, 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 you know, he's you know, somewhere like a Southampton, maybe possibly that'd be a good move for him, you know, somewhere where he's a senior member and knows he's going to play every week, kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Um, but I don't know who would offer him that in the Premier League okay. right now. Okay. Um, I think we leave it there. Is there anybody else you want to discuss before we go? No, I'm good, Gav. I'm good. You're good. Um, I enjoyed that, did you? Oh, I loved it. You know what yeah. I mean? I love... I love um, well, listen, listen t- two loves of my life, transfers and you. What can possibly go wrong? <laughs> yeah. That's Do you know true. what I mean? That's true. What yeah. can go wrong? A lot uh, of people have thrown in the comments about Obama Yang, and you know, nah, we wouldn't. We he wouldn't. I mean, look, we've got to be realistic about sometimes about things in terms of like Obama Yang is, you know, would he leave for another Premiership club and then go to Liverpool? I, I don't think. I think he's got a very good relationship with the fans there. I don't think he'd, he'd he'd want to, you know, sort of ruin that kind of thing. Maybe, maybe he I would. Think, maybe I think. Wouldn't, uh, but, I think. I think that came up earlier, and, and someone was mentioning no one, a, Robin, no one, a Robin Van Persie type transfer to to somebody like hey, Liverpool. He's a fantastic player, and then you know Arsenal fume, and, and he goes on and wins where he wants to win. 
Um, I think that's why it may have come up. Um, I, I hope people have um, enjoyed it. Flash Gordon said it's always a great chat. Really enjoyed it. Jonathan Davis, a great show, left, lads. Um, I hope you I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we're going to try keep doing this um, twice a week. The plan is Tuesday and Thursday, but you know the way things go. Transfers can dictate how our, our schedule runs week on week. But Tuesday and Thursday will be our plan. Look, in the description below the video, you'll find us, you'll, you'll know where to find us on Twitter, uh, Instagram, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, all those places, um, Instagram, wherever you need to find us, Facebook. It's all in the description below. You can follow us. Just search LFC Day Trippers anywhere, and that's how you will, on any of these platforms, and you will find us. If you hit the subscribe button on YouTube, you hit the bell icon, hit the like button, you won't miss another show. So regardless of whether we change this to a Wednesday because of transfers or something else happening, you will get um, an announcement to tell you when we were on and what we are up to. The support so far has been brilliant, especially for this show. Um, we've got great feedback on it. Um, the idea to start with, um, people are really into it. Um, the support tonight in the chat has been excellent. Again, a brilliant, um, a brilliant amount of people in the chat and their knowledge and their, and their ability to discuss football in a certain way is, is what stands out to me. Um, but it's been really good. That's been me and, and that's been, uh, being Grizz. Stevie says, um, Stevie, I, I have a feeling we might have to get a restraining order on Stevie with regards to Keith because he's, um, he's obsessed with him. It says it needs Keith. Um, Listen, if you want Keith, we'll get Keith. How does that sound? Like, we, we aren't limiting this to two people per, um, per show. We'll get Keith on the next time just for you, Stevie. Just okay? a quick one. K Murray wants a shout out from Grizz. You've got a shout out from Grizz K Murray. Thanks for viewing, man. Thanks for joining us. Hope you click the yeah, like button. Absolutely. That's another person I haven't seen before. Um, please hit the subscribe button, hit the like button. And, um, listen, we keep doing this. We keep doing more shows. Today is Thursday. We're taking Friday and Saturday off, but we are back on Sunday. And listen, we'll have something for you when we, when, when we get to that. It won't be an issue at all. We always think of something, Grizz, don't we? Oh, yeah. Football men always do. Yeah, no worries at all. Right, that's it. Um, that's been the LFC Day Trippers. That's been your transfer agenda show. I hope you've enjoyed it. Um, we'll see you on Sunday. Look after yourselves. Have a good weekend. And uh, talk to you then. Over and out. Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green. Today. Hey, don't forget the Johnsons are coming over. I want to find a rosé Jill hasn't tried yet. Let's go exploring at Total Wine. Their prices are ridiculously low. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.